The following program is created for informational purposes only and does not constitute as medical advice. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the host. If you think you may have a medical emergency, consult your doctor. This is where the healing begins. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic, where it's not only about neck and back pain, but a place for whole body wellness. Listen this hour as Dr. Leanne is here to share her wellness education to help you live a maximized life. For more information, visit GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. Here's Dr. Leanne. Good morning. Thanks for joining. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter with Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853. 317-893-2853. Or you can check us out online at greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. That's greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. And you can go there to schedule an appointment as well. Today we are talking about food that boosts immune system. Foods that boost immune system. I feel like we talk often about foods that deplete the immune system, like sugar. Though that being said, today's focus is on what we can do and add in for food that increases the immune system. Recently at Greenwood Family Chiropractic, I have been on a mini mission (laughs) And my mini mission in the office has been to collect video testimonies of patients who have been at our office for eight, nine, and 10 years. And it's been so great to be able to just talk to these individuals to say, a decade in, why are you still getting adjusted? And so this past week, I had done an interview of a couple who are in their 70s. And um, I said, hey, here's what I'm going to ask. You know, what got you started in the office? Um, What are some of the changes that you've seen? And why a decade in do you still get adjusted? And you know, what was so interesting is that she said, you're not going to want us. And I said, of course I would. She said, no, we're boring. Like we didn't really come with all of these things. And I said, well, that makes it even more interesting, right? Like, why did you initially come in? And she said, you know, we're just learning about health and the journey of health. And we were healthy when we started, but we knew that uh, by chance and we wanted to maintain our health so that we, we had to actually work for it. And we wanted to be able to be alongside of putting our work into this. And I said, that's brilliant (laughs) like that's exactly what we teach in the office you know it it was just so it was just great and they're like we feel better now than we did 10 years ago and we want to they're very very active individuals and they said we want to do our part in making sure that we work on and maintain our health and I said then they said you know we're not perfect and I said you know none of us really are but how great it was to be able just to touch base on how they valued their health. This is something that I have seen over the last decade of practice is that 
People have time and money for what they value. It's always a great eye opening. If you were to pull up your bank account and look at the last 50 transactions that you've made, right? That's those are the things that you value. Very candidly, if you look at mine, you're going to see that I spend a ton of money. We spend so much friggin' money on groceries. <laughs> we spend so much money on groceries. <laughs> but I will tell you, it is something that I value. I value eating organic. I value having a clean source of protein. I value those things. So yeah, we do pay a little bit more. Um, we pay, right? But, but I value that. And so when you look at that, if yours is... Um, you know, on cigarettes or booze or um, if it's shopping or if it's, right, like what you value will be on there. And so to see where they have for the last decade spent their time and money is on really valuing their health. I, I, I felt awesome. It was awesome to see that they've allowed us to be part of their health journey for the last decade. And we have those testimonies where, you know, people are off a million medications and lost a million pounds and all of those things. And they're so great and I love them. But I also love just as much as someone who says, hey, I'm well. Can you help me stay well? Because people don't see value in that, unfortunately. But if you're not doing something to move the needle, you know, we have to put more focus on our health. So um, just, just a really awesome interaction that I got to experience with some really, really great patients this week. So before we get into foods that boost immune system, we've got some news. Dr. Leanne's Health News. Some studies suggest that too much sugar can literally mess with the brain. Health News now, one of the world's most commonly prescribed medications. Today, the average American consumes 22 teaspoons of sugar a day. Protesters say they just should not be forced to get this shot, not by the government. For today's health in the news, we, uh, an article by the New York Times. Does it matter if I eat the sticker on fruits and vegetables? <laughs> oh, I thought this was a great one. Um, does it matter if I eat the stickers on fruits and vegetables? They won't cause you harm, but there are reasons to remove them before taking a bite. I wonder if someone had asked me if I often eat the stickers on these Um, And I can candidly say no. I guess it is something that I look for since we do so much fruits and vegetables. So it's not a surprise when those stickers are on there. But I can say that there's been an occasional time that I like chop up vegetables and I fail to see one on the back. I usually pick it off. But this is interesting. So while the stickers that get placed on fruits and vegetables won't cause you harm, it's probably best to remove them before you eat. So it's called the PLU sticker, Price Lookup, PLU. Uh, Serves an important function for grocery stores telling the clerks how much to charge for an item. In the United States, about half of fresh produce doesn't arrive in packaging. So the stickers is the main source of information on what type of produce it is and how it's grown. You will always be very interested when I'm at checkout and they'll say, what is this? What is this? There's not a sticker. Because produce stickers have contact with food, the intended use of these stickers is the subject of pre-market approval by the FDA to ensure that any substances that may migrate to food from the use of the stickers is safe. This is a spokeswoman from the FDA. 
As these stickers are intended to be removed before consumption of produce, the FDA's review does not include the exposure that would result from regular consumption of the labels. However, as these substances are of low toxicity, any exposure from occasional or unintended consumption of a sticker would not be expected um, to cause health concerns. So this is this is where I thought it was kind of interesting. So there's three main components of the stickers. There is um, the ink, right, which gives the PLU number. There's the substrate it's printed on, typically plastic, plastic component, um, composite or paper. And then there's the adhesive, which makes it stick. All of these th- those things have to be safe for humans, right? Because there's humans that eat these. Apparently some more than others. So technically those stickers are edible they they have no flavor they have no nutritional value (laughs) in case you were wondering um there is an environmental downside to not removing them before discarding peels and other parts that you don't eat produce stickers are not home compostable so uh they won't break down in your compost so when it comes to making stickers biodegradable say they they said that's a challenge that our industry has been spending lots of time effort and money trying to resolve the challenge is the adhesive finding something that's sticky enough to stay stuck on the fruits and vegetables through the entire supply chain for something to be compostable it has to be made of natural ingredients something that once was alive and now is dead i didn't know that i didn't know that yep i mean it's kind of like duh but i didn't i didn't know that Anyways, she explains that every time you forget to remove that label before tossing your banana peel, avocado skin, or orange peel into your countertop compost bin, those stray stickers contaminate the compost with tiny microplastics that in turn contaminate the soil where the batch of the compost gets dropped. I also didn't know that. So it's one of those things. Uh, be on the lookout for stickers. If you eat them, no big deal, but try not to eat them <laughs> because it's tiny microplastics. But if you do, you won't die long term. They're not really sure, but also uh, it will wreak havoc on your compost. So make sure you take the stickers off before you toss them in the compost. Fun facts for the day. Now, when we come back, let's dive in. Selenium. What is it? We don't talk about it often, but it can help boost your immune system. We'll talk about it next. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories at GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic. Here's Dr. Leanne. Welcome back. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter, Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853. 317-893-2853. Schedule an appointment online. GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com to schedule an appointment today. Foods that boost immune system. Dumb. A little hiccup in there. Foods that boost immune system. <laughs> oh, you know, it's so interesting that if I was to do this show several years back, people probably would care less 
they do well they don't care as much i should say they definitely care more now about immune system right everyone so we're going to talk about micronutrients micronutrients for immune system what got me onto this is several weeks back there was an article about how to use food to boost immune system and they did um they went through a research study and it's kind of one of those that you're like duh but we're still not doing it they looked at if you want to have an impact if you want your food to have an impact on your immune system you have to dramatically increase the amount of fruits and vegetables you eat each day so this study looked at um, a group of animals and they fed these animals two to three servings of fruits and vegetables a day another group that had five to six and another group that had uh eight to nine servings and they said the group that had eight to nine servings of fruits and vegetables a day was where we saw the greatest effects in terms of food on your immune system a 2017 study found a significant reduction also in the risk of heart attack stroke cancer and early death by eating 10 portions of fruits and vegetables a day 10 now let's let's take a step back and break down what that looks like 10 if you're having three meals a day that means you need three servings right and then a snack we'll say that the 10th one's a snack three servings of fruits and vegetables per meal per meal listen the tomatoes that you have on your cheeseburger is does that doesn't count you can try i think the school systems let you count ketchup as a vegetable it doesn't that doesn't count right in real life uh my french fries add potato chips that counts as a vegetable doesn't it ha so funny heart disease doesn't think so right like stop trying to pretend like your crap vegetables are actually nourishing your body they're not right like no you cannot count it i mean you can but this is one you're gonna say like you can't be surprised when disease creeps up on you right because it's so much of that is lifestyle choices and we know that yet we still don't do it they said um the average american only eats 0.9 cups of fruit per day and 1.4 cups of vegetables i'm like that's so sad that's so sad right so we're not nourishing our body and then so are we surprised that if we're not nourishing our body that something vital for us like our immune system isn't working either because again it it shouldn't it shouldn't be surprising so let's talk about some ways that we can increase some of those micronutrients that help our immune system first one we're going to talk about is the mineral selenium so selenium i i, I liked this one because I feel as if we don't talk about selenium enough. So selenium is a natural mineral found in soil and absorbed by plants. So selenium plays an important role in inflammation and immunity. So we need selenium to help activate immune cells. Um, some of the benefits of selenium, uh, benefits of selenium. It acts as an antioxidant and defends against oxidative stress damage to cells, helps defend against cancer, boosts immune system, right? That's obviously what we're talking about a little bit more. From a boost immune system standpoint, um, there has been research that shows um, that selenium benefits immunity because it's needed for proper functioning of the immune system and is a key nutrient in counteracting development of viruses, including ones like HIV. 
So um, it improves blood flow and helps reduce the risk of heart disease. They found help with uh, regulating thyroid function, right? And so again, we think about, oh my gosh, you know, my thyroid's not working properly and I don't know what to do and all of these things. Um, You know, has your doctor ever looked at like, hey, where are you at with selenium? (laughs) Um, Helps reduce asthmatic symptoms as well as boosting fertility. So here's what I thought was really interesting kind of makes me want not that I like these but Brazil nuts so where where can we get them right we can supplement we can supplement with all of these things but what if we could get them from our actual food source number one highest food in terms of selenium the Brazil nut interesting just one nut one single Brazil nut provides more than 100% of the daily selenium that you need uh, other foods that are high, salmon, tuna, turkey, chicken, mushrooms, halibut, eggs, navy beans, sardines, uh, sunflower seeds, grass-fed beef, oats, beef liver. When we're looking at deficiency and why we would be deficient, most of that is because of um, the soil. Since most selenium is found in the soil and um, we're not... You know, if you look at nutrient density now versus 40 years ago, it is vastly different. You can have the same meal, but can have a nutritional deficiency now that didn't happen 40 years ago. And again, a lot of that is because of um, the the poor quality of soil. So this is one when we're looking, you know, I, I've, I've learned a little bit more about soil as I'm doing my own gardening. Um composting don't put stickers in there microplastics um but the quality of soil is incredibly important and so when we're looking at this food um most crops now are deficient in selenium you know so it's just one how can you get it all of those foods are really great foods that you should be eating on a on a weekly basis right salmon turkey, cottage cheeses in there, chicken, mushrooms, halibut, eggs, all that really, really great stuff that you can add into your diet from just something as simple as filling a selenium deficiency. So um, most proper multivitamins will have selenium in there, but what if we could just get so much of that from our food instead? If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter. Now, folks... You didn't think that we could talk about uh, immune system and not talk about the sunshine vitamin. Vitamin D. The best. Now, how vitamin D is created. Your body actually makes vitamin D from the sun. So when UVB rays hit your skin your body turns cholesterol into vitamin D. So um, so individuals who maybe in the summer lather up before they even see the sun with sunscreen, right? The whole purpose of that is to stop the UVBs uh, and UVA rays from being absorbed. You are likely deficient. Say it's uh, winter in the Midwest. You are likely deficient. Say you have darker skin, Right? 
Um, individuals with darker skin actually have a more likelihood of being deficient. If you are elderly, more likely to be deficient. If you are exclusively breastfeeding babies, uh, mom, you can likely be deficient. They say, um, here's an interesting fact. I just shared this with someone recently. I firmly believe that breast milk is the most perfect food. You can look at all the research studies from a protein standpoint. Breast milk is the most perfect food. But oftentimes you'll hear doctors say you have to, if you have an exclusively breastfed baby, they're deficient in vitamin D. Which would only make sense to me if mom was deficient, right? If you're deficient as a mom and you're nursing a child, there's no way that there's going to be a sufficient amount in the milk. So Harvard actually did a research study and said that in order for there to be a sufficient amount of vitamin D in breast milk, mom needs to be taking 6,400 IUs of vitamin D daily, 6,400 daily makes sense right so um if you are or know a nursing mom those are ones that mom can just increase hers and then baby gets enough very interesting um (laughs) many western diets are supplemented with vitamin d and taking too much can be toxic some people say now vitamin d is a fat soluble vitamin fat soluble vitamins are a d e and k so can you take too much of it? Yes. Yes, you can. Is it hard to take too much of it? Also, yes. Because the average person is so deficient. I just ran my numbers and I prefer to be um, like between 70 and over. And mine was like 42. So I haven't been supplementing enough, I guess. N- nursing one of my kids it sucks all the nutrients out of you. So... Here we are, Um, but vitamin D, right? So here's a couple things. You're gonna look at your vitamin D and say, I'm taking vitamin D3. I would say on average, you know, your multivitamin probably has 400 IUs, not the greatest, not enough. Even with 5,000 additional, mine was still at 42. (laughs) And I'm outside all the time with my kiddos and I never put on sunscreen. So I was I was really surprised at how low that number is. Um, now, one of the things that they've found more recently is that scientists are studying the connection between vitamin D and COVID-19. So what they're finding is that cytokine storms, where your immune system goes haywire and overwhelms the body, is one of the leading causes of death from COVID-19, there are studies that found that low levels of vitamin D and zinc, we'll talk about that too, are associated with more severe COVID-19 symptoms, right? So um, vitamin D, so the best way you can get it is the sun. Best way you can get it is the sun. Now, what are some other natural food sources? Because you'll find that oftentimes it's added into food, which... Oh, anyways, your vitamin D supplement. I had forgotten about this. I digress. When you look at your vitamin D supplement, look if there's a rancid oil. Most of the vitamin D, what I'm finding is they have very, very rancid oil. Soybean oil, sunflower, safflower oil. Um, The ones that we have at our office just have some probiotics to help with absorption. So what are they filling it with? Foods that are high in vitamin D. Salmon, right? Like if you just get get your salmon on. 
Uh, salmon. Wild caught, more preferably. They have almost, uh, on average, wild caught salmon packs almost 1,000 IUs of vitamin D per three and a half ounces. Yep. Herring and sardines. All things point back to sardines. People, stop fearing sardines. They're like, I, I personally think sardines are more mild of a fish than salmon is. They're not fishy. They're not anchovies, right? They're very, very different. They're just cooked. Cooked fish. Herring and sardines. Um, cod liver oil, if you so dare. Canned tuna, make sure it's a clean source. Don't do a lot of it. It's oftentimes very high in mercury. Egg yolks. Why? We have feared egg yolks for so long. Here's what's really interesting. Vitamin D levels in egg yolk depend on sun exposure and the vitamin D content of chicken feed. So when given the same feed, pasture-raised chicken that roam outside in the sunlight produce eggs with levels that are three to four times higher than ones that aren't. So your sourcing of eggs um, is really important. I thought that was very... Very interesting. Uh, mushrooms. And then um, you can do fortified food. It's just not not my favorite. Interesting fact. Uh, your body needs vitamin D to absorb calcium. So, so oftentimes people come in concerned about bone density and no one has ever looked at, tested, or talked to them about their vitamin D levels. So it's something that we do in the office. It's just a simple finger prick. Super simple. Super easy. Um, but I would... I would um, advise you to get your vitamin D levels tested. So so there's been a lot of talk of zinc recently. And so we'll extrapolate more on the role of zinc next. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories at GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. Hear full shows on the podcast link at freedom95.us. Here's Dr. Leanne. You know what makes me happy? <laughs> Properly functioning immune system. <laughs> You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter with Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853. 317-893-2853. Or you can always check us out online. GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com initial exam and consultation just $25 now <laughs> if you guys only knew that coming not saying welcome back on all of them I gotta think about something witty to say sometimes sometimes they're just better than others that was a really good one it made me laugh <clears throat> not sure how you guys feel about it but here we are let's talk about foods that boost immune system I do want to talk just briefly that winter can be a time of year that one, are we not only deficient in vitamin D? Also, this is the time where we eat awful, just awful. 
And we justify it with parties and all the things, knowing January 1, maybe we'll turn things around and do it better. But, you know, we just dig ourselves this grave. Well, sugar's an, one, not only does sugar deplete your immune system, it's also an anti-nutrient. <laughs> so stay away from sugar if you're going to do it, right? Because you're, oh, yeah, I'm not perfect. It's just this time. Have a little bit, right? Like two bites. Don't do four pumpkin rolls. Do like half of one, two bites. Just enough to satisfy. You don't need to fill up on sweets. Fill up on vegetables. Now, let's talk about zinc. Zinc has really gained a lot of popularity recently with um, immune system. I feel like people didn't talk about zinc a lot before this, but zinc is... uh, Zinc's a type of metal, and so it's a, it's a essential trace element. It's essential because you have to obtain it from your body. Your body can't make it. It's interesting what our body can actually make. Um, it is the second most abundant trace mineral in the human body, following iron. So how does zinc help your body? It actually is present within all bodily tissues and needed for healthy cell division. So it acts kind of like an antioxidant in the body. It fights free radicals. It helps slow the aging process. I'm going to take lots of zinc. I'll forever be young. <laughs> um, but there is actually um, what's been oh, – so here's what's been interesting. And I stutter a little bit through this. We do functional medicine testing in the office. And one of the things that the functional medicine test looks at specifically – is zinc so one not only does it look at um like a a functional need for it it looks for a deficiency so one of the things that it has is a nutrient need overview in that nutrient need overview it looks at antioxidants specifically a c e um, coq10 glutathione it looks at all of the b vitamins not just 12 people there are other ones one two three six seven nine twelve it looks at minerals like magnesium manganese molybdenum zinc so you know the recommended daily intake uh is 11 milligrams but it might be where you need more than that you might need 20 more you might need more um alpha lipoic acid you might need more uh, cobalamin b12 but it'll give you specifically what your body needs it's very very interesting so a low intake it can often be someone who frequently gets sick uh, or if you feel like you're always tired and run down if you've got poor concentration kiddos stunted growth inability for wound healing i had someone who said i just feel like when i get a cut it takes forever to heal now I'm like, let's increase your zinc. We didn't even do any special testing there. If you feel as if your wounds heal slow, that is a very candid sign of zinc deficiency. So zinc with immune system. So there was actually a study that when a zinc supplement was administered within 24 hours of the onset of cold symptoms, the duration of symptoms was significantly reduced compared to the control group that didn't supplement it. Uh, fewer patients in the zinc group had cold-related symptoms five and seven days after experiencing the first symptom. So if, if you have a cold that you're like, oh, this stinks, I don't want to have this, take some zinc. 
Uh, there was another one that showed uh, zinc can help with the development of immune cells and interfere with the molecular process that causes mucus and bacteria to build within the nasal passage. So um, zinc, based on its electrical charge, has the ability to exert an antiviral effect by attaching to receptors and the nasal epithelial cells, the skin cells, and blocking their effect. So you want to talk about some magic potent powder, Zinc is where it's at. We have liquid and capsules in the office. So we've got dosages for kiddos. But we do have a lot of adults who struggle or you're kind of in that like age where you're like, I'm not really sure. I can't take it. So we actually have liquid and we have capsules in the office. So you are always more than welcome. We're at the corner of 135 in Fairview. We have a big red sign that says chiropractor. And then right below that, it says Greenwood Family Chiropractic. That's our office. So you can always stop in on our office hours. And picks them up. Even if you're not a patient, you are more than welcome. We will we will say good afternoon or good morning. How can I help you? And you can say, I listen to the radio and I just wanted to pick up some supplements. And we'll say, welcome. Here you go. And we'll show you the wall. You can ask questions. So zinc. Here's some other great things about zinc too. It helps with um, supporting blood vessels. It can help prevent diarrhea, supports fertility, aids in uh, nutrient absorption and digestion, helps support liver, muscle growth and repair, um, wound healing. Obviously, we kind of talked about that. Acne is another one too. They found that disturbances in zinc metabolism may give rise to disorders that typically manifest on the skin. So foods. Where can we get them? What foods can we get high in zinc? You can always... um, Oysters... Oysters actually contain the most of any food, um, but you just have to be careful with like quality where they're getting them from. But oysters, I love oysters. You guys probably think I'm weird, but I okay, well a little bit. Lamb, grass-fed beef, chickpeas, make that hummus, cashews, pumpkin seeds, yogurt or kefir, chicken, turkey, eggs, mushrooms, salmon is on the list, and cacao powder, right? So you throw a little cacao powder in your smoothie, high in zinc. So again, when you look at these things, and this is oftentimes too where the most efficient individuals, if you have someone who's a vegetarian or vegan, more oftentimes than not, this is this is another deficiency. We talk often about B vitamin deficiencies for people who are vegetarian or vegan because oftentimes that source comes from meat. When you look at through here, um, it's it's often the same. So these are ones like if you are vegan or vegetarian, that is one that I highly, highly recommend that you get on our essential pack. It has B methylated B complex. It has a uh, full spectrum whole food multivitamin, omegas, uh, magnesium, which is needed in 300 different enzymatic reaction and vitamin D. So 5,000 I use, good quality source. So really it's the essential pack because it's essential. It's essential nutrients. Essentially everyone should be on them. Um, But that is one, if you're vegan or vegetarian, um, you just have to be careful because you do have to pay more attention to supplementation. Or, I mean, when you look at how many, like one cup, one cup of chickpeas is um, 31% of the daily value, which is not... It's not a lot. Like one cup. If you did one cup a day, you're still only at a third of what you need every day. So um, same thing with like cashews. A fourth of a cup, that's 23%. Pumpkin seeds, uh, one fourth of a cup. Like So that's just a, it's a lot. It's 
a lot of cups versus if you're looking at grass-fed beef, you know, three ounces of that, and most people eat a bit more than three ounces of, of beef, that's 32%. Uh, one egg is only 7%, right? So um, you're probably not going to consume massive quantities of oysters often. <laughs> so, but zinc, zinc is what, oh, and there was another research that I was looking at zinc that actually showed that it can naturally increase testosterone as well. Now, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter, and we are talking about foods that boost immune system. So our ultimate goal is to say, can we get all of our nutrient value from food, right? But that means you have to be eating good quality food. Vitamin C, this one should not be a surprise. I will tell you this, those little um, emergency packs have about a packet of sugar in there, which is why they taste delicious. It's ascorbic acid, which is not very bioavailable. It's not what you take, it's what you assimilate. Um, When you're looking at vitamin C, it's not a big one. There's been hundreds of studies over years that looked at the benefits of vitamin C for the immune system. Clinical trials are actually underway investigating the impact of vitamin C transfusions on severe COVID patients. IV vitamins are awesome. They are ones like it's just one of my biggest saddening things about being pregnant or nursing is that I cannot do IV therapy. So I would say best sources of vitamin C. One thing that I learned more recently um, is about with vitamin C is rose hips. So a rose hip is the small, sweet, tangy fruit from the rose plant. Um, And it is very common that people, you can eat it, but it has, um, people will make rose hip tea that I'm pretty sure is naturally occurring. Chili peppers, yellow peppers, um, thyme, parsley, spinach, kale, kiwis, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, lemons, um, strawberries, oranges, right? We always say oranges. Oh, oranges, you know, um, but there's so many other, like, just think of like good beautiful colors that God, here's what's so cool about what god has made god has made all of these foods not once did i say oreos or uh gosh you know it's so high in vitamin d uh twix puff cereal or whatever it is reese puff cereal and you're like look at all these vitamins they're synthetic vitamins right that they put back in there to make you feel like you're doing okay when you're eating like crap like Get real food. Eat real food. (laughs) You want your immune system to thrive? Eat real food. Eat real. It's not that. I made a soup this weekend. Oh, my goodness. Just wonderful. It was so good. And it was just like a bunch of vegetables in a crock pot with some rice. And then at the end, I threw in a can of coconut milk to make it creamy. It's so good. It is so good. And it's all of these things like why, how do you support your immune system? Give your body the nutrient that it needs in a form that it can use. It's wild. Another one too is vitamin E. It's like one I don't, again, I don't feel like we talk about a lot. Vitamin E plays a dual role in boosting the body's immune response. So not only does it act as an antioxidant in the body, um, helping protect the cells from free radical damage, Um, It has an amazing anti-inflammatory effect, but can also boost cell-mediated immunity in certain populations. 
some other little great health benefits of vitamin E, uh, balancing cholesterol, repairs damaged skin. So this is one vitamin E actually helps by strengthening the capillary walls and improving moisture and elasticity. It acts as a natural anti-aging nutrient within your body. Fun fact, when I was pregnant, I had, um, like cocoa butter lotion, but then I would squeeze vitamin E on there too. And it had made it so that I got no stretch marks on my belly. <laughs> I have them I have them other places, but not on my belly. <laughs> um, it helps balance hormones, uh, helps with PMS symptoms. So where do we get it from? Sunflower seeds, almonds, hazelnuts, um, mangoes, avocado, butternut squash, broccoli, spinach, kiwis, tomatoes, food by God. <laughs> so you have to plan, like plan, plan these things, right? You can, you can go out to eat. It's fine. But most of this really good, healthy stuff isn't going to be in there. What you get out of your body is a direct influence of what you put in your body. So if you, if you want your immune system to be healthy and strong, why don't you put in really great food that makes it healthy and strong? You know, we have, uh, with my kids, we talk, right? Is this like healthy and strong? Does, is this an option that makes us healthy and strong? Oh, right. They, uh, they, we did like a buyback. They got to go get a toy from a store, um, after I took all their candy and I left them with like two or three pieces, right? They got to choose and um, their belly was hurting one day. And I was like, well, what, what have we eaten today? What choices did we make today to make us healthy and strong? Did you like, what'd you eat? Well, I have my candy. Okay. Well, that doesn't make you healthy and strong. No. Well, that's why your belly hurts, right? Now as an adult, I ask you, are you making choices that make you healthy and strong? You know, it's a concept that is so easy for children to be like, yes, my belly hurts. Why? I have, I have no energy and I have this and I don't sleep well and I've got this and that. And it's just getting back to like, choose food. Your f- food is medicine, right? Choose your, choose your food is medicine. But it's in every, in every bite that you, as an adult, every bite, everything that you put in your mouth is 100% your choice. 100%. If you want a healthy and strong immune system, make great choices. Now, if you want more information, again, Greenwood Family Chiropractic is where you can find us. GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com or 317-893-2853. I would say one of the easiest ways to schedule an appointment is just hop on our website. You can literally schedule it through your phone. You never have to get off your couch. You don't have to interact with any other humans. You just schedule it. It'll be on there. We'll reach out, get you the initial paperwork, make sure that that time works for you, answer any sort of questions you might have. But here's the great thing is that when we say it's your choice, sometimes those choices are hard and having someone lead you in the direction of finding that um, is a difficult task. And so that's one where I always thank people for allowing us to be part of their health journey. We want to do that and we meet you where you're at. Some people are really ready to dive in. Others are a bit more trepidatious about what that looks like. But overall, we want to be there to help support you the best we possibly can. 317-893-2853, 317-893-2853. GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. Look forward to next week, but always remember that your power is on.